Well, she couldn't understand why she couldn't get any calls, but she uh, had the mute switch on, and, um, you know, it's not going to work. Oh, oh my gosh, are we live? Sorry. And now, join Chet and Gary with Apple Products, The Senior Angle. Good morning, Chet. Here we are today again in the lovely 2020 club up at the penthouse in the culinary room. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing great, Gary, but uh, I, I heard this rumor that you're thinking about buying a new iPhone or something. What's uh, going on? You know me, Chet. I have to have a, a new iPhone every year, but uh, to be honest with you, I'm just kind of thinking, is that really necessary to buy a new iPhone every year? Well, as far as I'm concerned, the answer to that is absolutely yes. <laughs> but there, there are some things that you, you should uh, consider. And uh, so let, let me ask you a few questions here and see how you answer these. And maybe that'll help you make up your mind absolutely. whether uh, upgrading your iPhone is the appropriate thing for you to do. Um, one of the things is um, if you got an iPhone that's more than a couple of years old right now, then uh, most of the questions I'm, I'll ask you here are going to make sense. The first one is, uh, do you require 5G connectivity? 5G is nice, uh, but actually I don't do a lot of processing of information outside of my home where I have Wi-Fi. So, it's, you know, it's not, it's not a necessity for me. It's not, not a necessity? Well, one of the things that I think about 5G is that the telephone systems are all changing over. The service providers are all changing over to 5G. Um, and I am seeing better connectivity in the area from 5G. So if 5G is on a phone, that may be one of the, the considerations. And uh, for those that don't know what 5G is, it's just the next step up in cell phone connectivity. Uh, I also think about the fact that the device we call an iPhone is less of a phone than it is a pocket computer. And it only sends data for all of the applications that are on it. So connectivity is an important thing for data on it. But anyway, uh, 5G is something that's still new, and it isn't really terribly important. So 5G in and of itself would not be something that you would want to upgrade just to get 5G. And that would probably really depend on your carrier too, right? Yes, it would. To to how many cell towers that they had in the area. Yeah, and so forth, yes. Right. Yeah, oh, absolutely, and where you are in uh, uh, parts of the country are upgraded and other parts aren't, so there, there's a lot of things there. Uh, the other thing is there's something called Wi-Fi 6, which is the latest version of Wi-Fi. Um, I don't know whether or not that's what you have in your home. Uh, you know, you probably don't have a router that supports Wi-Fi 6, but that might be another consideration if you need to support Wi-Fi 6. The, the newer phones support Wi-Fi 6 where the older ones don't, so that's one thing. Um, well, being on the uh, the spectrum package deal, I'm sure that we don't the older the, the equipment we, we don't have, have it, right yeah. the equipment we have is probably older. Yeah. Uh, another consideration is that the uh, resolution of the screens on the newer phones uh, have been greatly improved, uh, uh, and so uh, do you watch a lot of movies or sports uh, things or so forth on your phone that would require uh, higher resolution, faster response time on the screen? 
I do. And, you know, with us uh, doing the, uh, the podcast that we're doing now, uh, in the future, I would really like to get into maybe making some movies also. So, yes, that would be, uh, that would be a consideration for me. That, that's definitely something to think about, uh, that, that issue of just how good the screen is and how bright it is and the, those kind of things, dots per inch uh, resolutions, which are improved in the new ones. Um, another consideration is, is the security side of this thing. Uh, we got Touch ID, now we've got Face ID. Uh, is Face ID something that uh, you, you uh, really think is a critical requirement? Uh, uh, or is Touch ID or putting in your own passcode adequate? Well, it's, it's, des- uh, it's definitely uh, an advantage, and it's a very nice feature, but not necessarily something I'd really, you know, I was more than happy with just uh, using the fingerprint, um, but, it's, but Face ID does seem to be a lot quicker. And now, from my understanding, with uh, this new release 15.4, that you will be able to actually access it with your Face ID even while wearing a mask. Yes, yes. Right. Yeah, I notice you have an Apple Watch on, uh, so the Apple Watch has been able to unlock it in the past. Uh, but yes, I understand with uh, iOS 15.4 that's in testing right now that uh, you will be able to wear the mask and have it to recognize you by analyzing your eyes. Right. Yeah, uh, the way I understand it's going to work. So again, that's another consideration if you were looking for that technology. Um, how about wireless charging? Yeah, I like really, really like wireless charging. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big, uh, a big benefit. Yeah, and that's one of the things that's in the later models of the phone, uh, especially the 13 uh, and so forth. Now uh, have very good wireless charging. What uh, Apple is now calling MagSafe. Uh, but one of the things I'm noticing is, in a lot of the new cars that are coming out, we're finding that they actually have built into the car a charging st- uh, platform where you can put your phone and it wirelessly charges. So if you have an older phone that doesn't support that, that's a big deal. So that might be another reason why you'd want to upgrade and get to a newer phone. Yeah, that's really nice. It's a nice feature in the newer cars because you just lay your phone right there on the console and it picks it. You know, you start charging. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's 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 super. Uh, another thing is uh, the software level that Apple is uh, providing, and uh, it looks like with iOS 15, they're actually going back about six years and, and providing support to devices that are six years old and forward. So the software in and of itself may not be something that is a, a critical update thing. In other words, you're still getting iOS 15 uh, software and software updates. Um, but some of the uh, functions may not be there because you don't have the, the right hardware in the new in the older phones to support right, some of right. it. That's that's the that's the kicker right there. Everybody looks at all the nice features coming out in every software update, but if they have an older phone, then they just some of those things some they of can't those things access. won't work. That's right. right. Yeah. Uh, one of the other things in the, the newer phones is uh, durability and water resistance. Uh, and we're seeing, in fact, Apple has something they're now calling ceramic shield glass, which is very hard uh, glass. It doesn't scratch easily. And um, a lot of people have found that if they've dropped it, it hasn't really shattered. But then other people say it hit the corner and it shattered. So <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of relevant to where it hits, I believe. <laughs> yeah, but if you spill a cup of coffee on it, you're yeah. not going to damage it. Right. Or if you drop it in the sink uh, full of water, it's it's not going to destroy it or anything like that. It's got that. dust protection too, right? Yeah, they, dust right. protection mm-hmm. and, and so forth. So uh, the, the newer phones do have better protection that way. Uh, and then there are a whole lot of things that are built into them, such as improved cameras. 
Right. Now that's the big that's the big one for me because I, you know, as I say, I'd like to get into some more video and just the enhancement they've made in the last several years with the uh, the portrait mode and now the, the cinematic mode uh, on video with this latest release. Uh, and some of you know the older phones, they just don't have the hardware to produce that. That's so. right. They they don't have the internal chips. Some other chips that are in the newer phones that are really interesting is uh, Apple's U1 chip, and the U1 chip provides what they are calling spatial awareness. And uh, what I find very interesting about that, if you wear Apple headphones, if you use the uh, AirPod uh, Pros or the AirPod Maxes uh, headphones or some of the uh, Beats headphones that have the corresponding, I think it's W1 chip in them and the, the U1 in the phone, then the phone detects when you move your head. So when you're listening to sound through the headphones, it's as though the, the performance is directly in front of you. And if you turn your head to the side, that sound shifts to the side like right, it would if you right, were in the actual right. theater. It's, it's fascinating. I've had a pair of uh, AirPod Pros. That, yeah, it's a really nice feature. It's just a, the, the music surrounds you. And as you said, no matter where you move your head, it follows you. It follows you. Yeah, and it's really interesting. The other thing is it has to do with HomePods. And if you have a HomePod Mini, uh, as you approach the HomePod Mini, the system detects that you are approaching the HomePod Mini and actually takes some advantage of the switching of music back and forth between them or phone calls back and forth between them simply because you're close to it. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing in there. Um, the final thing I think that is important for some people is the neural network artificial intelligence processing that's going on. And where this really comes into play is being able to recognize things the camera is looking at. And one of the really cool features in the latest software is you can point the camera at a uh, bulletin board or, or at a plaque on the wall that's got a phone number on it. And it says, oh, that's a phone number. And you can just touch the phone number and call it. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely amazing, Th- things like that. And that requires some additional hardware in the phone. So if those kind of things are important to you, there's another reason you might want to update. Sure. Um, is Apple Pay something that's important to you? It is. I use Apple Pay all the time. Okay, yes. so then making sure you have a phone that supports that near-field uh, contact mm-hmm. NFC or whatever they call it uh, with the uh, terminals and the uh, uh, at the uh, cash register and so forth is, is important to right. you. Right, right. I use it all the time, so that's a good feature. And you get, you know, when you buy something, you get Apple cash back, too, when, if you put it on your Apple credit card. card right? That's right, yeah. So if you take advantage of that, then you definitely want to make sure that you have a phone that supports that. Um, another thing is, if you're somebody that travels a lot, uh, the newer phones support dual SIM cards. Right, right. You have an electronic right. SIM, and you also have an external SIM card, a nano SIM card that you can put in. Uh, that allows you to switch back and forth between the SIM cards as you travel. And I know a lot of people in Europe take advantage of that kind of technology. Uh, so that, that would be something, if you're going to be someone traveling, especially outside the country, that might be uh, an advantage for right. you. I have read that. Unfortunately, with the pandemic, I haven't done very much travel <laughs> outside of the country or <laughs> with inside the country, the country lately. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the things that, uh, yeah, we, we tend to cut back on that a little bit due to all of that. Uh, another thing to really consider that most people don't think about is that over time, the batteries begin to degrade. 
And if you have an older iPhone, several years old, you might want to go into, uh, and in these settings, you can actually go in and look at battery, and there's something called battery health. And battery health will tell you what the maximum charge that the current battery can handle. So on my iPhone, for example, and my iPhone's only a couple years old, but when I go in there and look at battery health, it says that my battery has degraded to the point where it can only hold a maximum of 90% of what it could hold when it was brand new. So if you're looking at your phone, what that does is it reduces the amount of time the phone can run on batteries if you're using that. So one of the things that may be a consideration for you is to say, am I going to have an issue where the battery is getting down to the point it needs to be replaced? So if you're seeing numbers that are down below 80%, if you're down in the 70s, that would be something I would immediately say, hey, it's time to start seriously thinking about what do I do about this? And batteries are not swappable easily. You can have them replaced by Apple, but they're pretty expensive, and so right. you might be looking right. at a new phone instead. You know, I saw that setting in in settings. I saw battery health, but I, I really never, never did dive into it. That's very interesting. I think that's a good tip. That, that is one to really pay attention to. I find it interesting that you can get battery health easily on an iPhone, but not on an iPad. You can see all the other data, oh, but right, you, don't right. see, yeah. you don't see the battery health information. Right. And then, of course, uh, one of the final things here is, what's your budget? A budget. Yeah. Uh, can, not, can you afford it? <laughs> I, I think I can afford it. Yeah, yeah. It's not a hard sell for me. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's one of the things, and uh, I was reading an article, and one of the things they said in the article is that instead of buying a new phone this year, why don't you start putting some money away so that you have some cash available to you next right. year to buy right. a phone? Right. Uh, and unless you are uh, a super techie, you probably don't want a new phone every year. There doesn't doesn't seem to be a lot of a benefit in that. But you do have to look at some of the, the characteristics we're looking at. Unfortunately, I think I fall in that category. You do? Uh, yeah, I have to have a new phone every year. I, I, I do the upgrade program. Oh, there you go. It's kind of like renting a phone. Phone, yes. Yeah. I yeah, mean, they, I get a new, I just turn my old one in and I get a new one. You get a new year. one, yeah. Right. That, that's a pretty good deal. Uh, the other thing is, though, there's one final consideration. And that is, I just want it. That's it. You sold me. I am sold. Thank you so much. I just, that's what I wanted to hear. Okay, so right. are you going to run right out and buy a new? I'm on I'm my going way. to have to talk to Apple about getting commissions here. <laughs> Unfortunately, I, I don't think that the rumor has it that they're not going to be re- the The normal release cycle for an iPhone is September, so yes. I don't think the March event will... Other than they, they said they did say mention the SE model of the iPhone, but I never have gone that that route. So yeah, September I'll probably have a new phone. Yeah, the other thing to do is is to pay attention to the Apple developer stuff that happens in early June because what you'll see there is what's going to be in the new software release that'll come out on the new phone in the fall, and uh, that's where you'll see how the behavior of the software will change. The WW WWDC, Worldwide Developer Conference. Yeah, And they've gone to being all online here over the last couple of years. And uh, I went to some of those in person in the past, and they they were quite events. Uh, You know, 5,400 people in the auditorium watching and things like that. I think that would be amazing. I hope they get back to doing that again. So Yeah, Yeah. I would hope so, too. That's that's quite an event. All right, so anyway, sounds like you've got your plans for your new new phone. I'm, I'm ready for 14. (laughs) <laughs> Sounds like a great thing. All right, Chet. Thank you so much for spending time with me today and and just uh, making me feel better for my next new purchase. Oh, okay. So we'll see you all next week, and uh, thanks for tuning in.
Bye.